I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I am Bella Hilton, your host, and I'm so excited to have welcomed lots of beautiful new ladies into my program last week, which started today because I know that they're going to be getting so much goodness out of it, but also there are going to be so many great things that come out of the program and questions that I know that those beautiful ladies are going to ask and I'm going to be able to share with you on the podcast as well. So that's exciting. And I was talking to a wonderful person the other day about learning to heal our hearts and being able to feel our emotions and not stuff them down. And she asked me what I thought was a really interesting question. And that is, when are you healing and processing? And when are you wallowing in your feelings, right? And I thought that was just a really interesting uh, thought. Because there can be a lot of fertility traumas along the way when you've been on this journey for a while. And sometimes we do get stuck in a loop, right? She called it wallowing, but we're going to talk about uh, wallowing versus being stuck in a loop as well. Because the one thing that I do teach new clients is about how to process their emotions, right? This is the first starting point so that they can start to heal. So giving, giving them the tools to understand what emotions are all about, uh, how to experience emotions, how to view emotions differently, and how to actually start to process their negative emotions. And so one of the things I teach people over and over again is that emotions come in waves, right? If you think of a time you felt totally happy, did you expect to feel that way for the rest of your life? No, absolutely you didn't, right? But you also experience the emotion fully, right? You don't go, oh my gosh, I'm experiencing way too much happiness here. I need to just dumb it down. No, we allow ourselves to experience it um, fully and then it wanes or moves on, right? We don't expect to be totally blissed out for the rest of our lives when we're in it. We tend to not do that though with our so-called negative emotions because when we're experiencing a negative emotion, well, firstly, we can kind of catastrophize our feelings a bit, right? And we think that it's always going to be this way because that's how it feels. We think we can't change. Um, and secondly, we try and change our emotion and not experience it and maybe even push it down because it feels crap, right? We don't want to feel that way. We don't allow ourselves to feel the full cycle of the emotion with all its rawness so it can move on, so we can learn from it and allow it to move on because feeling crappy is not fun. <laughs> and allowing yourself to feel your feelings can allow you to help your emotions to move on so you can get back to a better way of being. In fact, when I have one of those low moods, which, you know, they come and go, I'm a human being, um, now some for some for no reason and some for some reason 
I don't try to change my emotions, right? That's the wrong way to go about it. We're so quick to want to change it. When we're too quick to change our emotion, we don't learn from it what it's trying to communicate to us in order to let it go, in order to change the pattern or the behavior or that feeling. Uh, and we don't let it complete what it ne- what needed to be completed. And as a result, I don't actually feel that way for very long at all in the end then because um, you've probably heard me say before, but when I have like kind of a negative emotion or feel a bit miserable or depressed, I usually just totally get into it. I give myself the space to feel it. I throw myself a big pity party and I nurture myself like I was nurturing someone else in that experience. And as a result, I'm usually laughing at myself by about 20 minutes into that emotion, right? Um, Because I'm, you know, the way I get into it, and I'm just like, who gets into the negative emotions? That's just silly. And then I'm usually laughing at myself as a result. Now, it might take some practice to get to that point where it's literally like 20 minutes, and that's okay. Everything in life is about pointing it in the right direction. You know, it's about the journey, not the destination, right? Because I literally have had clients who have also gotten themselves to this point where even after the most devastating news, they have really just bounced super fast and not superficially because I'm always checking in with them because they've allowed themselves the time to grieve, uh, sometimes a day or two and that's it. And then just found the beauty in their world again and moved on. They've literally built those neural pathways in their brains to see the joy in life. So they literally can't stay down too long. And this is after miscarriages and after failed cycles, right? It's really quite extraordinary because when we get into a cycle of depression and misery and anxiety, like the infertility journey so often provides us with, it can be hard to imagine that you could be mostly happy and still on the journey, right? Because those heartbreaks and emotions and things tend to snowball because we don't heal from what has come before, before we move on. So it's not just a failed cycle, but two or three failed cycles or, and plus two years of a journey before that as well, right? It's not that it didn't happen this month. It's that it didn't happen for the last 20 months, right? And we get stuck in this, what feels like endless loops. And we don't fully process our emotions as we go. We go, I've just got to stay the course. I've just got to keep moving and then I'll get my baby and then I'll feel happy. But that's not what happens. We have all this emotion that we're still holding on to that just doesn't go away just because we get pregnant. Then we, you know, usually turn that into anxiety around the pregnancy that we're having. So back to the point here, when are we getting stuck in a loop Um, with our emotions and when are we processing when is giving yourself long enough to feel a feeling long enough basically is what we're trying to ask here if I go on for a week with a negative emotion am I processing or am I just getting stuck stuck in this negative um, loop and I think the answer is mostly I think you'll know right I think you'll know when you feel stuck when you feel like you can't get out of it um, versus just feeling a feeling but knowing in the long run that you're going to be okay and that we'll move on. 
But here's the thing, healing is not linear. And I know you've heard me say that before too. You may experience some deep healing around something, right? And be going along fine and then get a fresh wave of hurt around the same topic. It's not that you've gone backwards. It's often just a new layer of healing that come along that needs to be healed now also right it usually hits you right after you know you've been feeling really positive for two months and then bam something happens right and it feels like it takes you back to square one no it's just a new fresh layer that needs to be healed so allow yourself to heal that and realize that you haven't gone backwards For example, it might be you have a miscarriage and you do some work to heal from it and then two months later your friend has her baby or delivers you a pregnancy announcement and you just get a fresh wave of hurt about your miscarriage and, and what could have been and things like that. That is okay. It's just showing you where you're not free around this just yet and that that next layer needs to be healed. You're not going backwards and that is not wallowing if you're seeking to move on from it because there are those people that don't seek to move on from these things and that can largely be about conscious awareness of what they're doing um, or they just don't want to heal it's it's an interesting one because you have to want to heal because sometimes we might try to feel our feelings when we first start out and they go on for too long right and we spiral a bit too low and then have to employ tools to get us out of that space right that's also not wallowing sometimes we might find ourselves stuck in emotions and emotional patterns that we just don't have the tools or the knowledge or the techniques to break out of um, and want to but just don't know how right that's when we're getting stuck right? It's not wallowing, it's just that you're stuck in these patterns. Wallowing to me is when you experience the emotions and the feelings and know the behavior that's not working for you and you have total conscious awareness of it and you simply don't do anything about it. Don't even have intentions to do anything about it. That's wallowing, right? Um, But it really comes down to that conscious awareness. You have to be aware of it. That is the big difference between wallowing and not wallowing. You have to um, be in pain, know that, know all the ins and outs of why it's being made up like that and then not want to do anything about it, right? So very few of us are in that position. But you can't do anything about anything if you aren't consciously aware of your Uh, limiting beliefs and your patterns first. So I just want to talk about a little bit about what can trip us up in healing or moving on. What can keep us stuck? What can keep us in that loop? Oftentimes I see people uh, who are on Facebook or who makes, you may experience a person like this in your life where their pain has actually become part of their identity almost part of who they are and as a result they literally are telling their story over and over again whether that's on Facebook and joining new groups and telling their story again or you know at a party it comes up somehow or you know just every time you see them it comes up in some way or fashion right because telling our story Uh, a thousand times over, over and over again, 
you know, can keep us very stuck. It's something a lot of us do sometimes though, and I've definitely done it in the past myself. But when we tell our story over and over again to just anyone who will listen, all it does is just actually reinforce our story to ourselves and our body. We are reliving, reliving it over and over and over again. We aren't seeking to move on. We actually make the problem bigger. Now, telling our story for some can be cathartic and necessary because maybe they never tell anyone, right? Or they're telling it in a way that they want to move forward to someone that can help them. That's completely different. So sometimes telling your story is fine, but when you're just telling your story to the wrong people who cannot help you move forward, then we're just solidifying this experience within ourselves. We are on repeat and in a loop and not healing. Now, if you find yourself in a kind of negative loop, it may be because you don't know how to get out of it, right? And that's totally okay. And that is when you need professional help or a different perspective, someone to help you move forward and beyond that story, to see a different story, to see what's possible, to write a new story, to help you find the beauty in your world again where there wasn't any before. Because I thoroughly believe it is entirely possible for anyone to heal and get past anything if they are committed to themselves to doing so. And I'm talking about even the biggest traumas in life. We need to empower ourselves to realize we can heal and then find the tools and the techniques and the people you need to help you to do that. And then not always obvious. It doesn't always have to be the therapist, right? But finding those tools and techniques and people that will help you move forward is key to helping you get unstuck and move forward out of your negative loop. You don't have to have the answers to your healing, okay? That's really important. You don't have to have the answers to your healing right now. You just have to want to do so and then seek out those people that can help you. All right. I hope today has been valuable. If you want to, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram at Studio Fertility or check out my website, um, studiofertility.com, where you can check out ways to work with me if you actually need some help with a different perspective or moving forward or any of those great things. I've got lots of free resources on my website as well, which you can check out, which can always, like I said, doesn't have to be, you know, you seeking a therapist all the time. It can be just finding free resources. If you're, you know, one of these people that's resilient enough to be able to do it on your own. Okay, I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content 
that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.